Reality Blows family. <laughs> Welcome to the Reality Blows podcast. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Brooke Roberts. And uh, what we're here to do today is recap season three, episode three of Champs versus Stars, the spinoff. That's right. Of the challenge. That's right. Uh, Ashley and I watched the show last night live, and mm-hmm. now we woke up at the crack of 10 a.m. Eastern time <laughs> to record this and drop this motherfucker for you. So... Uh, we wanted to wish you a nice little good morning. And yeah. sorry to say the MF. MF. Wow, so early. early. That so early. early in the bright now, dawn you know, sunlight. You know how I roll. I'm cursing AM to PM, you know? Nonstop. Um, anyway, uh, Ash, should we just jump right into it? You know, I'd love to. Let's do it. Okay, so the episode opened with a small recap. Basically, we saw Brooke once again, Brooke Hogan once again sending home Cam. Which was a bummer to have to revisit, but it's still what happened. Um, you know, they kind of played up the backstory of the champs versus the stars being split into two teams, the red versus blue, but it's still being the champs versus stars. And that takes us to our first scene yeah. of episode three, which is Brooke Hogan and the teams sort of celebrating her win. Um, she has some champagne. And then we see CT leaning up against a wall. And I was like, oh, yeah, CT is here. Yeah. I forgot about that. Brooke Hogan's whole thing was like, oh, my God, you guys, like, this is really important to me because my dad's a professional wrestler and I never went into the business. And I kind of feel like I failed my whole family because I'm a huge woman and I don't do anything physical. (laughs) And now I kind of feel like I made my family proud. Yeah, this meant a lot to her. And I appreciate that. And then we learned that Ashley Mitchell loves Brooke Hogan. She's like, I love that girl. And that's Ashley Brooke Mitchell. Ashley Brooke Mitchell. That's the Brooke and Brooke connection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then if the three of you are hanging out, that's oh the Brooke God. and Brooke and Brooke connection. That's the Brooke, 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 Ashley, Ashley. The Brooke triumvirate. Yeah, exactly. So then that takes us to a, um, a quick cut to an outside date. I put that in quotation marks. I don't think it's a date. But Anissa's sitting at a table and Casper walks up and he says, are you ready for our date? And um, Casper is just starts to lay it on the table that he wants to be MVP so bad so he can throw Tony in. He is really into this, guys. Uh, I believe when we were watching it last night, I made a comment to Ashley like, you know what? I kind of like how Casper has like let himself get involved in all this mess. Kind of. I wrote down exactly what you said. And it is, I really like Casper. <laughs> He's getting into the spirit of the game. I'll tell you what, though. My like for him diminished towards the end of this thing. So, uh, you know, my morning feelings reflect that. I I was when he was like talking to Anissa here, I was not feeling Tony so much. Um, And uh, because of that, anybody that was sort of. Uh, Gun in for Tony. Yeah, that I was kind of like, ooh, this guy's getting into it, especially if it's a star, because it's like the stars, in in my opinion, sort of take a back seat to all the drama and like what oh, you're yeah. supposed to be. But there are a couple people on this show mm-hmm. that are not doing that, right. or, or falling right into it, and or either falling into it or, or smart enough to know, oh, I got to get into the mix if I want to do this. This right. is going to be a thing. Um, Josea or what, what's her name? What's, uh, the, the, the British woman who was hitting Louise, it off. Louise, Hazel. Lu- Louisa or Louise? Louise? Why do I always want to say that? Louise, <laughs> there's so many people on this show, guys. So many. Louise, um, is, is, you know, Casper could be Louise. 
well, this next is season. Lo- this is the only time. Luis is the only time they brought someone back. I know, but that's only they only so had. She's a, in. A, she has the mindset. In the champs for stars, there yeah. was only one. Uh, you know, it was she was the second person, and then the second season they brought her back. The third season that doesn't mean they're not going to. Wait, do have this. they brought her back every season? No, no, no. She was on the second season. She, I thought she was on the first season. I thought she was on the second season. Oh, uh, okay. Whatever. What I, is your point? I'm saying Casper's a guy <laughs> yeah. who I think we might see again. You're saying you're saying Casper got it right away. He yes. understands. He's in the mix. I'm He's saying calling out names. I'm saying like he is starting to look at Luis and go, Oh, okay, if I kinda like mix it up and do some shit, yeah. I might be brought back on this show. I might be a TV star now. Right. Let let's let's not forget, this guy does not have a career right now. Right. right? So everybody's just like, that's uh, J-Lo's ex. That's J-Lo's ex. You know, J-Lo's like happily not with this man right, right. now. She's with? Uh, A-Rod. Yeah. So you know what I mean? Big upgrade. <laughs> I don't know. But we'll, we'll have to see. But who knows what's going to happen with Casper. I'm just saying this is good for this show. Yes. This is what makes me excited about this show as a whole and why I wasn't excited going in because I kind of felt like, you know, none of this matters. None of these people care. Now, Anissa, when she's sitting down there with Casper, she says, um, I like hanging out with the stars because none of them think I'm an asshole yet. Right. Do people, do the do champs think of Anissa as an asshole? I think she's maybe referring to her latest storyline um, with Veronica's uh, Veronica. finger. Not even the finger. It's really the fact that she outed her on TV. Uh, and people, I think... I think people like her crew probably thought she was an ass for doing that. Right. Because they all knew about this. You know, everybody knew about it, but like they didn't know about it. You know what I mean? So gotcha. I and I also feel like she is using the word asshole as weak. Mm. You know what I mean? Because like people really treat Anissa like she's dead weight on, yeah. on, on these seasons. I mean, yeah. she's had ups and downs. She's had some wins when she came into the show. Yeah. Way back in the day. She had tight, curly hair. Uh, <laughs> much different than she is now. Um, she was like a, she was like a, I believe like a threat. Like they were like, oh my God, she's so much bigger than some of these women. And like, what is she gonna do? Then when the show became like just machines, yeah. you know, doing obstacle courses. Machines, you mean CrossFit heads? Yeah. People yeah. like running up mountains. It was like, mm, bye bye Anissa. But now for some reason, Anissa has sort of come back as somebody that they're afraid to go into a elimination with. Huh. Is it so, just because she's seen so many eliminations? <clears throat> it's now because she's a vet, because yeah. she's, she's still strong. Yeah. But you know. I, mean, I don't want to ruin things for next week. She is uh, injury prone. She is injury prone. Is, yeah. is the problem that has popped up in her. I mean, years. has she never gotten an injury? Has she never not gotten an injury? Yeah, no, she's just been thrown off a lot. But there's a lot of the times where there were a, bu- a couple of times where it's like one of those injuries where she's like, ah, guys, I can't, I can't my ankle. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Things you can't prove. Right. And then there's been more recent ones where it's just like, oh, your whole leg is broken. Like, Ooh, you know what I mean? So, gross. So anyway, that's that my Anissa rant. Anissa rant. That takes us to an, our next scene, which is a breakfast between CT, Wes, and Tony. I enjoyed this breakfast, kind of yeah. watching these guys, these grizzled old dudes, you know. Tony ain't that old. He looks bad. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> All sitting around, kind of talking shop. Who looks the who looks best to worst here, if you just look at him? Um, CT looks worse. I mean, are we based on, like, what, attractiveness or just, uh, all, or just who all looks around rough? when you who look at him rough. rough. Yeah, we'll do rough. I mean, oof, that's hard. That's hard. Because I would say CT and Wes are kind of tied. 
um, just because CT is like handsome but looks rough. He's puffy. Yeah, but Wes is like not traditionally handsome, but he looks re- well rested. So it's hard to uh, it's hard to change. So, but no, no matter what, you think Tony's looking the best out of all of them? I think he's so. got the youth on his side. He's got youth on his side. It's Tony time, baby. And I do find his little cross eyes slightly endearing. You know, his little lazy eye cross eyed situation. Okay. So then they're having breakfast, and then Hennessy shows up, and um, there's sort of like a she she just. Gets very animated very quickly in this scene. And she says, the stars are in charge now. And these three guys are just kind of like, what is happening? Like, they don't seem to be on board. Tony kind of slips into it for a minute. He's like, okay, yeah, okay. And, like, he's giving it back to her. But CT and Wes um, are not engaging. And I think it kind of sets the scene for what's to come. Yeah, something's going on with Hennessy. Hennessy seems like... um straight up like adhd kid you know what i mean she seems adhd distracted like off uh, in her own world tangents like going back from like no i'm just playing to no i'm actually really upset there's a lot of stuff going on with hennessy that you can analyze i'm not even too sure what's fueling it if it's just uh her uh pressure to uh hold up the family name right on television you know i imagine that Cardi B or Cardi B's people maybe told her beforehand, like, hey, Hennessy, like, you know, your sister's kind of like the biggest star in the world right now. Like, yeah, maybe make sure that you, you know, you look good on this thing any way you can. You know, don't don't let them play you. Right. You know, things like that. So, well, she played herself. We'll, we learn about that later. But that takes us to our next scene, which is the next um takes us to our next scene which is the next team challenge sorry guys it's hard to talk in the morning and that team challenge is a jungle gym with different colored fabric lines kind of like interlaced throughout it and it's a big to do people are strapped to different colors and then they've got to get out and go around and this is when nick um looks at me and goes why is hennessy's uniform navy blue and everyone else is in royal blue i've noticed later that a couple of other of the blue teams had navy blue and then royal blue but at this point it was just hennessy and everybody else was royal blue and i kind of felt like it was a it was a sign yeah we want some information about what's going on with that so we see the blue team and the red team um sort of deliberate how are they going to attack this jungle gym challenge it appears even though wes is has been um he Ashley Brooke Mitchell used her power play on the last episode to have Wes sit out of this challenge. So he got $500. He's sitting out of the challenge. Even though he's not going to be a part of it, he still seems to be in charge. He still seems to be calling shots how the blue team's going to handle it. Um, the red team, you know, everyone seems to be fighting. Salida seems to be a pain in the ass. There's some back and forth with Salida and Shane. Cut to little mama saying in a um, interview that she does not like Shane. And then eventually the red team is like, Hey, you know what? We're going to work together. We got to tackle this as a team. CT is going to go around and act as a bench. So people can step on his back and hoist themselves over this jungle, um, jungle gym. And it starts, um, it starts the, the race is on blue team is like a little, um, all over the place, chaotic. Tony does a flip, lands on his head. That was 
terrifying. Uh, we see on the red team, Brooke and Shane working together really well. Everyone on the red team's paired up. Everyone's working together. They're tackling this together. CT is running back and forth, helping people. The blue team is a mess. Yeah. They're falling apart. Casper gets done quick. He runs out of the jungle gym. He unhooks his uh, the fabric he's tied to. And as soon as he does that, he realizes... He should have gone back and helped the rest of his team bef exactly. before finishing. Because he crossed the finish line, he cannot go back and help his team uh, untangling the rainbow ribbons from the structure. Um, and they, it's the star structure is what they're calling it. Uh, and if you didn't watch this show, but you do watch challenges, this is basically the thing they do where they have that weird like monkey bars jungle gym thing where they have a rope intertwined. Except instead of the rope being really heavy... It's just a bunch of tangled up uh, ribbons. And I think people were attached to each end of it. Yeah, it was. Um, but something that we've seen before, I did notice and it did occur to me. And I don't know why it hasn't occurred to me uh, before this episode. Um, Champs versus stars. And, 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 and stay with me if you're uh, if you're an all time challenge head like myself. Champs versus stars really is really reminiscent of the first couple of real-world road rules challenges. Those always felt like field day in yeah. school. Mm -hmm. You know, there was a lot of, like, three-legged race, stuff that would all happen in one big field. Right. Um, th this is is so much like that, um, even to the point of, like, I'm not too sure they're staying together because I believe the first couple of seasons of this, and I'm talking real-world road rules challenges, I mean, they were, like, feel like they were shot over, like, a long weekend. Yeah. Um, and there was a studio space where they could do or there was all outside, you know, there wasn't, and it wasn't so much about the um, interpersonal drama, but it really was about which side is better. Because they, they hadn't done teams in a long time on challenges. So just the very fact that it's like, our team is better than your team, you know, real world's better than road rules. It has that same exact vibe. And a lot of the challenges felt like this challenge that we saw today, which totally. was like a very much like, eh, anybody can do it. You yeah. know what I mean? You don't have to be a bodybuilder to untangle this stuff. You just have to have some strategy and work well as a team. So it actually brought me in a little bit. I was like, oh, MTV, uh, I see what you've done here. Yeah. You, you've sort of rebooted the real world road rules challenge. It was nostalgic. It was nice to, to realize. Um, and it, it, you make a great point. Chance versus stars is like real world versus road rules. Yeah, um, I mean, it is. I mean, and yes, they they split them up into different things at this point, but they eventually did that with, you know, the actual real world road rules guys. So it's hard to say. And this um, this challenge is the reminds me of the one that um, Darrell and CT faced off in. Um, do you remember that? That was wasn't that Darrell and CT a couple seasons ago? And everyone thought CT was going to lose, but he won. I don't remember. Maybe that was a dream I had. Anyway, back to the game. So uh, Anissa and Tori are like the only two left on the blue team, and they are at each other's throats. They are they cannot get through this thing. They're trying to hoist each other up, but they're attached, and they're going to fall, and it's just like a mess. You know, Anissa's in panic mode, it seems like. Tori is in like, I don't know what to do mode. Um, then we cut to little mama and Kayla, who seemed to be the last pair on the red team, could not be getting along more, instructing yeah. each other, helping each other. You do this, you do that, you know, just working as a unit. Um, and then spoiler alert, 
red team wins. Nice. Yep. And Devin says uh, something to the effect of not only was it the win I was looking for, but it was uh, the humiliation win that I was hoping for. Devin, so, Devin really doubling down on on being like the intellectual villain. Yeah, he really is. And what happened here that we saw develop through this is because TT sacrificed his body, because the red team, you know, went into this challenge with we will work together. Uh, they came out of this challenge as a unit, whereas the blue team definitely seemed more scattered. They seemed like a, a group of individuals fractured. Whereas the red team really felt like, you know, this is a step to some unity. Um, so that takes us to the red team deliberation. They need to pick their MVP. You know, Kayla starts off the meeting with being like, can I just say like how fun today was? And everybody was like, it was fun. You know, this was a very positive experience for everyone. And then Devin's like, you know what? We should really think about like no matter who goes in uh, tomorrow or tonight, we should really think about using our save because this group of people, this team, we did really well today and we should just stick together as this team. Quite a plan. Quite a uh, plan. So then what happens, Ash? The blue team deliberation. Cut to the blue team deliberation. It's tough. It, it starts off like maybe there's a couple of lines and then boom, everyone is arguing. Hennessy throws a crazy fight. I wrote down Hennessy throws a crazy fight. I don't even remember what she does. She just explodes like, you guys want to put me in next time or something. And they're like, well, that's not even what we're talking about right now. Um, then all of a sudden, the clouds part, a ray of light descends, and uh, Tony, he turns the ship around by giving just a classic Texas Little League motivational speech. Yeah. Come on, guys. We might have had this history, but we could have this future type speech. I mean, he he really he basically has everybody take a knee, and he you know talks about you know it, it, it's like an if if we build it, they will come sort 100%. of a situation. I the mean, Friday he, Night Lights. He, he he's he's throwing everything out there, guys. You know, he's like, and you could tell he's done this before. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's just like uh, probably with his fractured family. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. You guys, sorry, uh, Nick just killed me. I just want to, uh, I just want to say, this family, this family is is not out until it's out. I'm gonna stand up, and be that guy, that one person that can point you to the light. Sure, I caused all these problems. Sure, this is all my fault. Sure, I'm manipulating you right <laughs> now, but who who cares? I'm speaking like this. Tomorrow is a different day. Yeah, like so it's one of those speeches, an inspirational speech where he basically throws himself in, you know, uh, at the mercy of the I believe he says he throws himself at the mercy of the courts later. Does he? <laughs> yeah, he does. He basically Which like, is by the way, he says this later. Okay, so what'll happen later is when we go to the elimination, um, he tells his whole team to vote him in and then he goes in against who the red hurt person is. So um at that point he does say, uh, had you know, decided to tell everybody, you know vote for me i just throw myself to the mercy of the courts he is not correct me if i'm wrong he is not smart enough to have picked that up in a textbook tony has had to throw himself at the mercy of the courts before like yeah. you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> like that is something that he has said a couple of times at a dw a dui <laughs> yeah. hearing or something listen judge i just want to say i've learned a lot oh but i was and I, all i can do right now is throw myself at the mercy of the courts 
You know, there's a lot to hate about Tony, <laughs> but he really does provide good TV. Tony won me back this episode. Um, basically, though, what we're seeing here is we're seeing the champs on both teams saying like, hey, it's no more. It's no more about champs versus pros. It's now about the red team or it's now about the champs blue team. Champs stars. Champs versus stars. It's no longer about that. That's done. That's over. Now it's the red team. Now it's the blue team. Um, and you know, that's what Tony's speech was about. And that's what the red team deliberations and Devin's piping in was all about. Everyone is saying, let's turn over a new leaf. And, um, what's under that leaf? Well, we'll find out. <clears throat> that cuts to the stars having breakfast. It's Louise, Booby, and little mama. And they're talking about, um, how the star, how the champs are, conniving how they're setting the situation up and little mama's like shit do i need to be worried about my red team like we just had this great deliberation do i need to be concerned because Luis and booby are saying um hey we don't trust the blue team we don't trust the star we don't trust the champs stars forever stars stick together and that takes us directly to voting so now we're in oh so Nick, we yeah. did miss something here what did we miss okay there was some sort of a deliberation with the red team in which they all it was after they all were like guys we're all one team now it's not champs for stars everybody left shane pulls wes and ct back into the room after all the start is this coming up or did we miss this no you're right okay this is the biggest this part is of the so episode. big and did i think that i didn't write it down because i was watching it really just let me let me handle it then Okay, so basically, uh, th this happened right before the scenes that Ashley was talking about, or right after the scenes Ashley was talking about. So first, you know, you have the red team. They're all rah rah. Look at look at each other, guys. We we actually did it. We worked together as a team. You know, you have Kayla saying, "I had a lot of fun. I don't think that this is going to be competitive within ourselves anymore. It's now we're red team. We're red team." Everybody was like, "Yeah." Yeah, let's do it. And then somebody throws in like, hey, whoever goes in, I love this team so much. I believe it was Devin or Wes. Devin, I think. Devin, Devin goes, um, you know, uh, let's just let's save whoever we throw in. OK, whoever it is. And then so they, everybody's like, yeah, they leave. The whole team leaves as the door shuts. All of a sudden the door opens up and then Shane is pushing CT and Wes back into is it Wes? Devin, who is it? Devin? Devin pushes Devin back into the the room and goes, okay, guys, here's the plan. All right, everybody thinks that we're together, and that's what we have to do. We have to make the stars think that we don't want to cut their throats, but we still do. So I am going to want, I want you guys to vote me in. I'm going to throw myself in, okay? And if I decide to throw myself in, you guys save us, and that will for sure cement the fact that the stars are not afraid of us, the champs anymore, and then we can all make it to the end. We can manipulate them. And then he does an interview talking about how he, he's like, yeah, I know it's sneaky or whatever, and but this is manipulation, baby. This is what we do. This is what's going on. So there's a huge coup happening. This was such a big part of the episode. I'm shocked I didn't write it down. I think I was too caught up in watching it happen because I was like, whoa. 
what is happening? This is crazy. Because Shane is so good at pulling these strings. Yeah. I mean, this was seamless. It was, like Nick said, this really rah-rah moment for the red team. Literally, as people are walking out of the room, Shane does a double take. It has never been one of those. I, I've never seen this work. Yeah. You know, I've never seen I the, would say it was done so well that I, I was like, how did everybody that was walking out of the room not see Shane turn immediately around and push the two other champs back into the room and cl- close the door behind them? It was all it was so good it felt like it could have been produced, a setup moment, but I don't think it was. I don't think it was either. And I think that um, something that it's important to establish here is that so CT was voted the MVP. He's the most valuable player for the red team. means he's immune from going into elimination. Um, and that means that there are three there are three men on the red team who could go in. Devin, Shane, and the... Josea. From Big Brother? Big Brother. He's not making many waves. He's not... He's barely on the show. Yeah, and he's also not... A, he's not physically great. You not know. sure he has a personality. Easily would be on the chopping block at this point. You would assume that he would go in because the men are so heavy champs-wise. So... You know, them, Shane putting himself forward is a real, like, te- like leap of faith. It is a real, look, guys, I'm doing this to bring our team closer together. But it's all working under the umbrella that the red team will use their one save to protect Shane. Yeah. And, and they only get one save a season. <clears throat> and uh, so we leave there also. So now on the other side, where that Tony with his Little League speech at the time, you kind of just feel like it's Tony being Tony. But as you see the events that happen here, you realize, okay, Blue Team is doing this exact same thing. Exact and same it, thing. And it's as if it's as if when the cameras weren't off, were off during episode between episodes two and three, all the champs were hanging out at the bar that they hang out at, getting drunk and going, okay, you know what? Tomorrow, let's do this thing where we try to unify the teams, and then we'll really will really screw over the stars. But eventually. I don't think that both, I don't think the champs expected there to be another champ in the elimination. I don't know if they I think did Tony either. thought he was going to go up against a star. Well, when Tony was putting himself in, because the champs have more voting power on the red team, I think Tony was assuming, okay, I'll go in and I'll take out a star. The, the red team was not thinking that another champ would go in against Shane. I think by the time that they vote, okay, so finally they vote both sides, basically one guy stands up and throws themselves in basically we have to get to the most important part about the voting which is hennessy's breakdown okay before with that happened so we get to the room where everybody's supposed to have this voting and it's just a lot of people sitting around looking bored out of their mind why are they bored hennessy's late they've been waiting for a while been waiting and waiting and 30 waiting minutes and waiting. before they could start shooting and then hennessy finally shows up in sunglasses now i'm not sure if it was 30 minutes before because it said like we saw them waiting we saw them waiting we saw them waiting and then someone's like Ugh, how much longer do we have to wait and then it said 30 minutes later so i think they had already been waiting for a while i would like exact information on that but um so yeah out there internet sleuths find that for me so hennessy gets there she's super late uh, a producer calls her over and he's like hey i just want to make sure that like you're cool with taking your sunglasses off when we start filming and then she's like no she has like a total like i'm not doing that this is uh, my like my my look is more important than this show you know she really gets upset and then devin she sits down and then devin's like hey you're a pain in the ass. Like, yeah, he's like, would you stop? You're annoying. Yeah, like I don't know exactly what he says, but he's kind of he like kept calling her annoying. Yeah, he's like, we've all been waiting for you, and then you just kind of come in here and like blow up. 
and we watch Hennessy have a meltdown. I mean, I don't know if she's not used to people calling her out like this or what the deal is. Because Hennessy, because she kept being like, you're disrespecting me, you're disrespecting me. And he's literally like, I'm just telling you the truth. You were she's, just late she's and like, you made a us man, all late. You're a man, you're disrespecting me, a woman. I'm from New York, I'm from the Bronx. She kept saying that over and over again. It, it is interesting to me. You know, I grew up in, I grew up in New Jersey. I live in Brooklyn. Um, and been around New York and New Yorkers forever. And uh, it's the word respect has never been thrown around more than from people, I would say, in the Bronx, in Harlem. There is a uptown mentality of Manhattan that it, and it and it goes across a lot of different uh, races and um, and nationalities. You know the, the the mafia. You know New York mafia. You know th- this idea. Brooklyn too is like this traditionally. This idea of respect. You know on the Jersey Shore, uh, the first run of the Jersey Shore, there were so many arguments and fights that start over this guy's trying to disrespect me like there's this this there's this if you disrespect whatever that means to that person that is the ultimate sign of well disrespect it it is it no one else in the world aside from new yorkers throw the word respect around like you they can use it in any terminology it means anytime you've ever annoyed me you've disrespected me and then when they're yelling don't disrespect me that's about the edge of where this person is going to be so when Hennessy started to say I feel disrespected I knew something was going to happen and something does happen she throws her sunglasses at Devin's head and she storms off and this is where I um, I stop. I look at Nick and I go, "Oh, she's got she's they're gonna send her home. You yeah. can't physically attack someone and stay on the challenge." And a producer walks out and talks to her, and I'm like, "Here we go. Here's the talk. Here's the talk. You you have to go home." And instead, uh, the producer coaxes her back in to vote um, right. on this deliberation. And I was shocked. They didn't send her home. She threw her glasses at Devin's head, close proximity, as hard as she could. They bounced off his head. Tony even said she broke her glasses on Devin's head. And um, it seems like she's not going home. And I, I, I do think it's a sexist moment in the challenge. I think if a man had done that to a woman, thrown his glasses at her head like that, he would have gone home. Uh, okay. I don't think it's necessarily sexist. I think it's... <clears throat> Uh, uh, could be a couple of things, okay? Because I'm going to ruin something. Later, after this vote, Hennessy does not come back. On her, the way they frame it, it was her choosing that she did not want to be on this show anymore. She decides she wants to leave. She doesn't want to be disrespected like a man. She didn't want to be played on TV like this. It's not good for my brand. It's not good for my brand. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? It ain't. It ain't. She's right. You don't want to be involved in this. She could be getting a whole lot of fucking clout based on her sister, Cardi B. And doing a whole lot of cool stuff. This is not it. She said yes to this because like her family has a relationship with um, MTV. And um, <clears throat> because MTV wants to work with her. Because MTV right now is very much into social media stars. Uh, it, I mean, most people are. But really, MTV right now is trying to corner the market on bringing your favorite in- Instagram and YouTube stars to linear television. That is what they are attempting to do right now. So 
you know, I wouldn't, I, I would say you'll see more of those people on Champs vs. Stars as seasons move on, by the way. So Hennessy's a big get for them. So I feel like they don't want to fuck up a working relationship with Hennessy, who is hosting things on MTV also. She just hosted the Cardi B party, party with Cardi B, which was on at like from like four to six two weeks ago. It was like right after her album dropped, a long form interview with uh, those two and Sway. Like it, they're using her. She's an MTV personality. And I think that she is getting pref- uh, um, um, some preference because of who she is and the fact she has a working relationship with MTV. Two, here's my other theory. She may have been thrown off, but because of the way that they did not want to mess with her um, brand, that they decided to frame it as, okay, it's like one of those things. We're not going to impeach you, but you got to resign. That type of a thing. So these are the two things that are floating around in my head. Um, Listen, both those things make sense. I just think it should be across the board that if you physically attack someone, you go home. I just think that should be a rule. Here's the other thing. They never showed another camera angle of this thing. They never went back and showed it. I don't know. The glasses bounce off. It could have bounced. You don't. It could have bounced off the back of the chair. I did not see it. I did. I am not on her side, but I did not see it. That's all I'm saying. So that takes us to voting. Um, CT is told by The Miz that he gets a power play. He can pick a female for immunity uh, for the next round. Any female on the show. And then uh, it goes into, okay, so who's going to be your guy? Who's going to be your least valuable player going in? And they give this whole thing about how Shane is going to go in. And the red team really overplays it here. They really show their hand. Um, I mean, literally, CT, before he picks the LVP on his team, is like, well, you know, there's a thing out there called unity. And I just feel like if we were to make a good move here, then the stars and the champs could finally live together in a peaceful environment. It just reeks of bullshit. Yeah. But Shane gets in there. He he uh, he takes that. He nominates himself slash gets voted in. And then the blue team. It's time for the blue team. Tony gives a big speech about how he needs to be the repairman. That's what he keeps saying. He needs to be the <laughs> repairman. Um, and he goes in there against Shane. After that happens, um, the Miz is like, who do you want to give immunity to? And CT, um, gathers the girls on his red team and he's like, okay, let's talk. Like you guys want to play rock, paper, scissors. And Salida right out of the gate is like, you know what? I'd like to have it. I want to have the immunity because I care a lot about my, uh, charity, which, you know, some of the other girls pointed out, we all care about our charities. That's why we're here. Um, but CT's like, I'll give it to Salida. She asked for it. Um, I don't remember who said this, but earlier in the show, someone pointed out that Slita is gorgeous on the outside and on the inside is a stinker. I believe maybe it was Shane that yeah. said that because they had gotten into it a little bit when Shane was trying to make some moves during a meeting. And she was like, well, why, why are we picking that person to go first? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. And then also after they decide, uh, 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 CT decides to give the um, is it the immunity or the what is he immunity? Giving? He's giving immunity. He's giving the immunity to, to a Salida. Salida. Um, Ashley Brooks uh, um, stays uh, in her interview. In her interview, she says, you know, she's like, hey, listen, like I understand that we're all here to try to make the stars like us, but like let's not give them the whole game. Right? She's like, he took it a little too far, and yeah. I agree with her. That cu- cuts to a moment of Ashley uh, Brooke and Brooke Hogan bonding at a dinner. They are they're drinking, they're having fun. They look like two moms at a TJF Friday's 6.30 p.m. on a Friday. Getting the half-priced apps. <laughs> I 
loved this whole scene. They were talking about how, you know, Ashley wants to do the challenge because it pulls her out of her funk because her father passed. And Brooke kind of talks about what it's like having an aging father on her end. Ashley says thank you to her waiter. You know I noticed that. Thank and, you. And um, it was just like a very fun, It was or not fun, but it was like a positive scene. It didn't add to the greater story in any way, but I enjoyed that they included that in the it episode. Was fun. I like their relationship. That takes us straight to the elimination. Miz walks out. We're going to get down to business. More carnival games, y'all. Um, Hennessy is gone. Not good for her brand. She left. Yeah, That's we, the first thing he announced. We actually see a little moment where she's having a back and forth with producer in the parking lot. And it's just like, do you really want to leave? Yes, it's not good for my brand. I don't like to be disrespected. Great. So this is your final answer. And yes. they're also like, was it because of the guy? And she's like, yes, it's because of that guy. Like, she's really pinning it on Devin. Which, you know, it's interesting. Devin, yeah, he was the catalyst for this. But he, I have seen him do so much worse on many of his seasons in terms of psychological warfare he was just like kind of calm and being like you just like you that was selfish you made us all wait and then you had this like meltdown you're annoying i have to say i feel for Devin's situation here not that he's in a situation he's actually doing great stuff for his character and profile right now but um there was a moment right after the blow up when she was 30 minutes late or whatever um and the glasses incident where after she stormed out ct kind of looked over at Devin. he was like hey man listen <laughs> i've learned it took me a long time but i learned you got to pick your battles man it's like pick your battles. What are you talking about? Like, yeah, he he. This was great. It was like half an episode dedicated to him. He yeah. he threw like a high profile star out, you know, for this show out of the house because of his psychological bullshit that he was pulling on people. I don't I don't know what the hell CT's referring to. I will say that Devin went on Twitter during the show last night and apologized to Hennessy, and um, Hennessy sort of she didn't apologize back to him, but she wrote like same and a heart. Um, but I will say on Twitter last night, people hating on Hennessy. Nothing, Hennessy getting nothing but hate. I, I saw one or two people pissed off at Devin. A couple of other things I saw was Tori uh, tweeted about how she thinks violence is never the answer and how the Hennessy uh, Devin moment did not sit well with her. And then after that, Tori just was getting flooded with Cara Maria fans coming after her being like, and yet you date an abuser who like uh, is, um, you know, verbally abusive to Cara. And so that was a flood on Twitter. And then another very uh, interesting pattern, another trend on Twitter. I noticed last night, Wes getting lots of love from beautiful women. All these women tweeting on um, Twitter, like, Wes is a mastermind. Wes, break me off a piece of Wes. And then I'd go to their profile, and they were, like, gorgeous. It's like, what yeah. is his power? Yeah, he's got some power. Okay, so that takes us Can to... Can I say one more thing? Oh, yeah. Okay, so I feel like Devin would not have apologized if this was somebody that wasn't a star or it wasn't Hennessy. I don't want to get into this, really. But maybe I will. I mean, you call people out all the time on this thing. You just called yeah. so-and-so an abuser. Uh, we were calling Ronnie a cokehead. I which turns out call, he may have. <laughs> I did not call Jordan an abuser. I was saying what the tweets had said. Right, right, right. I did call Ronnie from the Jersey Shore cokehead, and it appears that I am right. So <laughs> well, no, you don't know that yet. I don't know. His girlfriend. Kayla, Kayla says things are getting blown out of proportion. His girlfriend posted a picture of a little baggie over the weekend all saying right. you left something, okay, Ronnie. All right. Well, we don't know what's going okay, on. Okay, we're over not there. trying it's all to get into the Jersey bullshit, Shore. I don't believe in anything. Nothing of that. is proven in a court of law. I will say this, though. Um, Hennessy's family, let's just say, is connected 
to disorganized crime. Are you saying that that Devin apologized to Hennessy because he's worried someone's going to come after him? I think that there would could easily be a guy who would love to um, impress Cardi B and Hennessy by finding Devin somewhere at a bar and just punching him and slapping him up and putting it on Instagram. Mm, interesting. And being like, you want to you, you want to fuck with women on TV? Well, I'm going to beat you up on TV. It, this stuff happens. All I'm watching all day long on Instagram are like. Uh, internet rappers attempting to find other internet rappers in their city and beat them up on Instagram. Babe, you got to get a job. That's all you're watching all day long. <laughs> That's all I watch. God. Okay. Shout let's, out to 6 9 Let's get back into the show. Uh, Devin, stay safe out there. Um, so the, the elimination is called Throwing Shade, and it's basically cornhole. Um, Shane versus Tony, they get like a bunch of different props that are in boxes they have to bust open. And then they're trying to, uh, throw those props into holes and break their opponent's, uh, the image of their opponent's face. Um, so this goes back and forth. It's pretty anticlimactic. Tony wins. Tony wins. Mm -hmm. Now the moment of truth. Will the red team come through and save Shane? They do. They do. Yeah, not, they actually do. Not only did they save him, but they they give him the little tribute salute from yeah. um, uh, the Hunger Games, which I enjoyed. I didn't get that. I thought they were all doing like some sort of thing from like the uh, like the the Girl Scouts or something. No, that's like a we're together against the power oh. type thing. So Shane is saved, and then Miz is like, um, "What? Why would you guys save Shane?" Salida, why did you do that? What were you thinking? And Salida's like, we're our own, we're a team now. The red team is a team now. We're all connected. This is us together against everybody. And Miz is just like looking at them like, are you guys getting played this hard? Or are you onto something? Like the Miz is like genuinely confused. Yeah. Also, you know, it was it was said by a star on the blue team that everybody can see what's going on on the red team except for the stars on the red team. So apparently the stars on the red team have been hoodwinked by this nicey-nicey um, game, you know, this uh, olive branch that is being extended from the champs to the stars, and uh, nobody realizes that that branch has poopy on it. Except, uh, uh, um, actually, everybody, everybody realizes the it other team. except for... Uh, for the stars. This is when I wrote down Drake is a weirdo. And I don't know what this guy is doing on this show. I don't know yeah. why he's dressed so strangely all the yeah. time. He is. He needs to bring something to the table. Because being a childhood star is not enough in this arena. He's coasting. He's a coaster. He won't be back. So after a big speech about team spirit. It cuts to after the elimination with Wes and Tony talking strategy Wes is looking at Tony he's like okay so that whole team thing's out of the window it's back to champs versus stars and Tony's like you're gonna make me look like a real ass man I gave that whole speech and Wes is like yep sorry and then yeah Tony's he goes like, he goes by the way uh Tony that was a dope speech yeah. and Tony lists like the look that Tony gives Wes he like looks at him he winks he's like yeah man yeah it was a good speech like, I'm the repairman I killed it's Tony that. time I killed that and he did he did. Yeah. Uh, Tony won me back this episode just by his, uh, the, the, let's just call it Tony charm. 
I did not. I don't. I don't know if I am like a hundred percent for this immediate reversal. <laughs> I love that they're like, okay, we did it. Now let's move on. <laughs> I don't think there's that many episodes in this season. So I mean, there's probably only ten or eleven. So uh, you know, it's you know, we got to get the show on the road. Got to move the storylines. So after we see Wes and Tony scheming, we cut to Casper and Booby scheming. Mm. They are. They're like, hey man, we don't buy this bullshit. It's still yeah. Champs versus Stars. Casper, I don't know about Casper. Booby though, Booby is playing a good game here because he really Booby is. Booby is physically. Uh, he's uh, doing well. He's doing well. Okay, and he's staying off the radar. He's staying off the radar. He also made major league moves an episode ago. He sent Cam home. He basically, basically sent Cam home, and he's not seeing any repercussions from it. Not at all. He didn't fall into a let's team up with the opposite, uh, you know, person uh, who might be against me. He didn't fall into that trap, and now. The tag of this episode is him and Casper going, we don't buy this shit. Yeah. And you know what I mean? And, and you know, Booby's playing a smart game and he's aware. His yeah. awareness level is on like 90 right now. Yeah. He's he's paying attention. Casper is playing a little bit of a sloppy game. He's playing kind of sloppy. Casper also playing a decent game. I like how he's calling people out. But the problem with Casper is he's got a real shit eating grin on his face the entire and time. And he makes big mistakes. He made some mistakes this episode. Yeah. So this um, before we don't don't usually do a next week on but I, I just want to point out two things that we saw on the next week on we saw anisa getting hurt which is why we were talking about that earlier which actually makes sense because i remember her at an after show where she came in to just comment on uh vendettas and uh she had like a cast on her oh leg. yeah she had a boot on yeah or and i just remembered her being hurt from like two challenges ago and yeah. i was like i just was like oh maybe that's the same thing mm, maybe not and then we see C um then we get to see ct facetiming hulk hogan which really <laughs> warmed my bitter heart um uh, you guys good. this was a really good episode i'm pumped about this show Me too. um i think it's gonna continue to deliver and i'm excited you guys are watching it with us and listening to the recaps um please give our a show our uh our other you know this is podcast we release two shows a week an a show which has a guest and mm -hmm. those are released on mondays and then this is the b show which is a recap which is released on wednesdays yeah. so on definitely monday, give our a show a listen uh last monday we had uh the great jason burke on um a guy who's not so into reality tv but thankfully his mom is so we talked a lot about that and he has a rich history with it yeah and then next week we have um the very funny sachi ezra on who yep. is going to be talking all sorts of reality television with us yeah and you know definitely reach out to us um on our email at realityblowspodcast at gmail.com you can tweet at us realityblowspod you can find me on twitter ashley b roberts and you can find nick on instagram at nick maritato that's m-a-r-i-t-a-t-o as always, thank you so much for listening to Reality Blows. May the Miz have spiky hair.